Accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. And welcome to the Stu Peter Show. I'm Paul Harrell filling in for Stu. So as we approach the 2024 presidential election, the Mockingbird media is rolling out its same old lines about the bad orange dictator who's coming to deport your illegal domestic worker and force federal employees to return to work in person. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Dictator Donald J. Trump is back and scarier than ever before if you're a war criminal globalist who spent the better part of four years opening American borders and grooming kids. And you know what? If we're being honest, we hope that Dictator Trump is just as scary as his enemies say he is. We hope he seizes control, seizes back control, and dominates the globo homos with an iron fist because, let's face it, that would be awesome. And Trump himself seems to agree with us. He's vowed to come in and be a dictator for a day when he's reelected using his first day in office to begin smashing the deep state and setting up the next four years of his presidency. And the people are all for it. Take a look at this voter who says out loud what many Americans are thinking quietly. Watch. The other day, Donald Trump said on his first day he's going to be a dictator for a day. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. Would you rather have Donald Trump as a dictator for four years or reelect Joe Biden for four years? I would rather have Donald Trump. I'd like to see the repeal of the Roosevelt Law so that he can be a president for a lot more than four years. But we, this country, needs a dictator. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. <laughs> but you know, on a serious note here, Trump's dictator for a day plans are related to the wider Project 2025 agenda that's been embraced by the Trump campaign and has been designed to undo at least some of the damage that's been done since the Globo Homo Uniparty took complete control with their 2020 color revolution. Under Project 2025, the renewed Trump administration will, from day one, use the powers already held by the executive branch to rout Bolsheviks from America's government. Among other things, the plan calls for thousands of useless federal employees to be sent home, permanently. For the positions that aren't slashed for good, useless Fed workers will be replaced with people who are actually willing to work. What a concept. Project 2025 also calls for restoring reason to our day-to-day -day lives by reeling back the pro-pervert protections that have forced sodomite lifestyles into the eyes of kids and everyone else each time they step out into public life. Regulations will be slashed, and America's economic engine, which was deliberately shut off when Trump was forced from office, will be turned back on. Even better, Project 2025 is already causing Christ-haters to melt down since it calls for the banning of pornography and other filth. And most importantly, Project 2025 directly calls for Christianity, the religion that this country was founded on, to return to its rightful, privileged place in society. The American identity cannot be separated from Christianity, the project reads, and that's a direct quote. Hilariously, as support for the project has grown, the desperate Uniparty has taken to using Jewish actors to produce anti-Project 2025 content, warning that by banning pornography and securing our borders and firing federal leeches, America will begin the long march toward a Christian dictatorship. Well, I mean, if that's what a Christian dictatorship consists of, then sign me up. 
And by the way, those who are freaking out about Project 2025, those who are freaking out about dictator Trump taking the White House, are the very same people who have taken our federal government and turned it against us. These people are terrified of what's to come because they know the precedent they've set. If they can't steal or cancel the 2024 election, look for them to be running out of this country like rats from a sinking ship. But on another serious note here, Project 2025 and the entire renewed Trump agenda is missing something rather important. It doesn't go nearly far enough because it does nothing to address the genocidal COVID jab bioweapon or hold responsible those who forced it into the arms of countless Americans as they ran the deadliest vaccine rollout in human history, which continues to this day. We the people can settle for nothing less than total accountability for these genocidal maniacs, extreme accountability, maximum accountability. And if this is going to happen, President Trump needs to stand up and admit that he was wrong. He just needs to admit that the COVID jab he championed, that the Operation Warp Speed he continues to brag about, was a total failure and disaster. He was had by the globalists, along with millions of other Americans who were manipulated by the medical and pharmaceutical lobbies as they locked down Americans and hyped up fear around a glorified cold that was made in a lab. And anything short of this coming-to-Jesus moment for President Trump will be, let's be honest here, a total failure. We the people demand nothing less than the complete and total destruction of the Globo Homo Uniparty. And to do it, we can't pretend that the bioweapon jab was a good idea. We can't pretend that shutting the country down for COVID and our churches was the right thing to do. These monsters, along with the thugs who stole our 2020 election, must face military tribunals. Hiring some Republican clown like Trey Gowdy to run the DOJ isn't going to be good enough. These things need to be talked about openly so that we can better counter the next tyrannical attack on our way of life and the very bodies that we live in. I would argue that anyone on the so-called right who doesn't want to have this discussion is not operating in good faith. Now, regardless of Project 2025 or Trump's plans to be a dictator for a day, the truth is our Constitution not only allows, but requires the duly elected President of the United States to prosecute all enemies foreign and domestic. And among those foreign and domestic enemies is the forever war lobby. In 2025, we can't allow the same deep state uniparty and their military-industrial thugs to rush in and take control of a populist administration once more. We can't allow the Zionist Israel lobby to take the levers of American foreign policy and continue pushing us into World War III, whether it's Gaza, Ukraine, or anywhere else. Now, if they're able to do that, all the progress we make on the home front here will be for nothing. Instead, dictator Trump is going to have to pivot our military back to the United States and finish what he started when it comes to securing our southern border. The invasion must end by any means necessary. Then, and only then, can we truly begin to take back what's ours. Harrison Smith is the host of American Journal on the InfoWars Network. He may have summed up the commie panic about dictator Trump and Christian nationalism best when he tweeted, quote, All I want to be is everything they say we are. Well, Harrison, so do we. Harrison Smith joins us now. Harrison, welcome back to the Stu Peter Show, sir. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, very happy to be here. And, man, that, that monologue laid it all out, didn't it? We, we got a big job ahead of us, don't we? Yeah, we, we absolutely do. Um, but, I mean, I, I, you have this incredible uh, orange man bad complex, Trump derangement syndrome. It's, it's happening all over again. 
and uh, they're worried that uh, he, he's going to be a dictator. But what they're really worried about is him taking, uh, I, I would just think it's proportional retribution because, I mean, come on, the entire deep state framed him for treason. Oh, 100%. And, and when you, as you call them mass murders, I mean, these people are mass murders. They created the virus. They released it on purpose. And even if the virus wasn't the thing that killed people, the lockdowns certainly did. The vaccines certainly did. So, yeah, what are you going to do? Treat a mass murderer with kid gloves? These people need to be held to account for exactly what they did, which was to destroy millions upon millions of lives. I would say if even... If just one person was denied their last hug from their grandmother as she died behind a plexiglass uh, pane, I mean, that that's an inhuman crime that if it happened on an individual level, it would be punished severely. The fact that it's happened by the millions, I mean, there, there's there's almost no – there's nothing too extreme to deal with these people. And most importantly, you have stories out today and, and yesterday about the new – virus that they created in China with a 100% kill rate. You have to do something to prevent these people from acting so recklessly or purposely genocidal ever again. So you've got to hold the people that did it the first time to account and punish them severely enough to be to serve as a warning to the next people that might want to try something like this. Yeah, you know, I've said this before, but across American society, I mean, we are experiencing a cascading failure of confidence in really every aspect of American life, every institution, every politician. And we now know who these people are. They took the mask off in 2020 and 2021. So if there's not accountability, if there's not extreme accountability, if you can't go after and charge somebody like Fauci for crimes against humanity, whether it's pushing the jab, whether it's trying to censor uh, you know, other uh, treatments, whether it's the remdesivir, uh, which was obviously poisonous, shut down people's kidneys. I mean, if, if you can't, and it's not just Fauci, it's others as well. I, I just don't say, I don't see how we're a country. I mean, for, from every, uh, really every avenue, we're not a true country if we don't have a border. And we're also right. not a true country if our laws mean nothing. And the people in positions of power just get to be tyrannical, murderous uh, dictators. Fauci was the dictator, not Trump. Right. And well, and look at what Joe Biden is doing. For all intents and purposes, he's a dictator, except that he's not actually the one running the show. But what, what you know, what determines what a, a dictator? They prosecute their enemies using the Justice Department while being completely immune to that themselves and immunity that they extend to their close family members. They sit, they censor unfriendly press, which obviously they do. And we have all of the evidence of people embedded in big tech censoring individual stories or individuals themselves. You have a loyal press that will never question you and always say your side of the story. And we have stories now about Biden going around to mainstream media and demanding that they cover his campaign more friendly. And they've agreed to do that. You, imp you imprison protesters, you wield unconstitutional powers, you dehumanize your opponents, as we've seen him do time and time again, calling all of us domestic terrorists and, and dangerous and, you know, shutting us down. You have show trials. You federalize the police. I mean, they're doing everything that a dictator does. So the fear of a dictator sort of falls flat when they are continuously supporting a dictator. But I think that that clip that you played of the guy saying America needs a dictator, I think that's reflective of the sense that Americans have that all of the problems that we face could legitimately be solved in maybe a week if you had somebody who was patriotic and empowered like a dictator would be. And so I think it's reflective of the, the knowledge that Americans have that whether it's the border or COVID and, and the jabs or the wars overseas or uh, the poverty or like all of these things, they're man-made, they're on purpose. 
And we're frustrated that we keep sending people, Republicans, into office with the promise of fixing these things, and it just going absolutely nowhere. They end up either not helping at all or actually contributing to the Democrats' plan to tear down the country. So as uh, I don't think that people actually want a dictator for, for real, and maybe he does, but I think it's just reflective of the reality that people understand that it would take a matter of hours to solve the border. You know what you do? You say, build a wall, expel everyone, sign that order, give it away. As If that's followed through, then the illegal immigration system is, is undone. So it's, it's reflective of the fact that these problems, so-called problems that we face, are man-made, by design, easily solvable if the will was there. So people have a fantasy of just if somebody had the power and the patriotism, they could get us back on the right track in 24 hours. I, literally 24 hours, I think it would take. No, I think you're right. I also think there's some seeding of the public narrative going on here. I think there's also the possibility of them saying he's going to be a dictator and, and regurgitating this. I mean, if Trump wins in November they're going to be riots. I mean, the left is going to riot. They're going to try to burn cities down. And really, the ball will be in President Trump's court, right? Uh, what are you going to do about it this time? Are you just going to allow it to happen? Or are you going to actually allow law and order to reign? And who cares if they call you a dictator? They're already calling you a dictator. But if you send the National Guard in and you actually start cleaning up the streets and, uh, you know, again, reestablishing law and order, I mean, the majority of American people are going to be with you. Who cares? You're never going to please MSNBC. You're never going to please Paul Ryan's Fox News. They're always going to lie about you. Um, and so I, I, that's what they're scared. I think they know that, too. I, I think they know that the gloves are coming off, and, and he really is going to make sure there's law and order in this country, um, you know, in the event that the left decides to, you know, uh, burn, murder, loot again. Well, I, I hope he does. And of course, we know that the game they play caused the problem, then, then provide the solution. And we've seen MSNBC or uh, NBC come out with this story where they said they basically announced a, a coup. They say basically if Trump gets in and starts being tyrannical, the military will remove him, which what they mean is if Trump gets in, they'll send out their riot squads. They'll start burning cities down as Trump tries to go and, and reestablish control. They'll call that tyrannical and use that as an excuse to uh, oust him from office. And this is really the, the major issue that we're dealing with, which is why I love that you brought up Project 2025, because Project 2025 seems to actually understand what's necessary to get us back on track. It will not be solved with one person. We need people in positions to carry out the orders of the people at the top, not to subvert and undermine them continuously. And, you know, John Kerry said at World Economic Forum yesterday, he said, it doesn't matter if Donald Trump's elected, our agenda will progress regardless, right? And, and not so many words, but basically saying it doesn't matter what, who, what the people want and who they elect. We have the marketplace. We control the economy. We will control what things happen, you know, how things happen moving forward, which in a sense is true. We can't just rely on one person. And what would happen if Trump was a dictator, said, I'm a dictator now and I'm going to control everything. They would crash the economy. The Fed would crash the dollar. Uh, I mean, the military would perform a coup. We are so inundated with treasonous actors at this point that it's not going to happen overnight. And so we need to have a step-by-step long-term plan to replace the bad actors with patriotic people, with people who actually care about this country and our foundation and the underlying morals and principles behind our laws and rules. And 2025 really lays out the project 2025 by the heritage foundation seems to recognize that and uh has a plan for how to get those people in place because right now it doesn't matter if you get trump elected his underlings 
will are, are deep state actors who will not do what he orders and and do the opposite instead. We saw them do that. They have performed a coup, and it all it all really centers around the main conflict that America's in right now, which is do we have a representative democracy or not, a representative republic or not? Do the people have a say or is it all completely entirely controlled by unelected bureaucrats, unaccountable, faceless minions in the shadow government? I mean, that is the, that is the question that we have to answer. We know where the mainstream lies. They benefit greatly from the shadow government, but the American people are not going to stand for being completely cut out of decisions and completely ignored and disregarded uh, as as the rest of the world gains from America's uh, actions and prosperity. So that's the main conflict we're dealing with here. We have a dictatorial deep state right now, and they're terrified of being fed their own medicine. Yeah, you're right. And, and he will have to clean house. I, you know, and that was it's one part of that plan that has to happen. And they'll you know, they'll do it. They'll, you know, go kicking and screaming. But you're right. You got to replace that with people who actually want to work and in respect the fact that Donald Trump's the commander in chief, you know, and he is the chief executive of the country. Um, and so likewise, this also accompanies the fact that Donald Trump's got to surround himself with people that are not, I don't know, the Mike Pence's of the world, the Bill Barr's right. of the world. Right. I mean, that was his big mistake. Um, that, that's one of the most legitimate criticisms people on the right say about Trump is he just didn't surround himself with the right people. He surrounded himself with, with people that were not loyal to this country. They were not loyal to the populist movement the election of Donald Trump represented. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And of course, you know, he got fooled and it's sort of a double edged sword because you don't you don't want to put in amateurs. Right. You can't just pick some guy off the street because he's patriotic and trust Trump and put him as the uh, attorney general. It's like you've got to find somebody that's qualified that can deal with the challenges that an attorney general can face. But if everyone who's made it to that point has had to pass through the globalist filter, right, they've had to prove that they have that whatever that psychopathic gene is that allows them to be treasonous and and deceptive and and whatever. I mean, it's almost our entire system has been reconfigured to be a be a funnel that only allows the most deceptive and uh, duplicitous people at the top. So it's like you can't take anybody from the system, but taking people from outside the system is risky as well. I hope Trump knows how to uh, thread this needle. I hope he realizes now at this point, I really, really hope that he realizes, you know, what went wrong in the last uh, presidency. And I hope that he, you know, has has plans to fix it. And I think he's surrounding himself with good people uh, to show how to do that. I also think that he does need to deal with the vaccine thing. He needs to stop pushing the vaccine. He needs to recognize, even if it's contrary to his own belief. And I believe that he just basically sincerely thinks the vaccine was good. I mean, he's a boomer, 90% of boomers. I mean, they just think it's fine and they, they think it's all doctors, crazy. They worship doctors as if they were priests, honestly. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's a failing of Trump, but I don't think it's deceit. I don't think it's malice. I think it's just, he's just wrong about this. And I, I said yesterday in a video on Twitter, I think the solution, because I don't think he's going to admit that the vaccine, I don't think he's just going to come out and say, turns out I got duped and I was wrong and the vaccine is evil. But I think he can say, I promise I will, instigate an investigation. I will start an investigation into the jab. I think the jab was great, and I think the investigation is going to show the jab was great, but out of respect for my followers, I will investigate whether I got duped, whether I got defrauded in all of this, 
and whether the vaccine is safe and effective as they told me it was when I signed the order to allow it to, to go forward. I think that would be a way that he, he wouldn't have to admit he was wrong. He wouldn't have to do a very untrumpian thing, which is backtrack on, on a position he's held for so long. He just doesn't do that type of thing. But out of respect for his followers and his, his voters and the people that listened to him and got the jab in the first place, I think he should promise an investigation into the jab that's unbiased and uh, appoint somebody that the people who are suspicious of a jab of the jab would uh, appreciate. I said RFK Jr. on Twitter. That might be a bit far. I was being a little bit sarcastic there because uh, I think he would have a foregone conclusion. But maybe somebody like the uh, Surgeon General of Florida, who's been so outspoken against the jab, I think he would be an extremely qualified person to lead an investigation into the jab, into Operation Warp Speed, and who lied to who, and and we can come out with the truth. And Trump can do that without having to, you know, admit he was wrong. Uh, because he can be the one to uh, set it right. Well, you know, I, I, I'm not naive to think that if he if he admits he was wrong on this, uh, I mean, the, the people in the press are going to go absolutely nuts. And so I know that's probably yeah. what he's trying to avoid. And uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, that that's that's not even a step. It's a glance in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I, I, I think but I think honesty here it would be great. I think humility here would be great. I, I actually think his base would respond again. You're never going to please the media. I think his base would really appreciate it. But yeah, anything, anything to to move the Overton window on it. I mean, you you have um, you know Tucker Carlson interviewing a guy uh, Weinstein, you know, saying that according to the reports he's seen, 17 million people globally have been killed because of this shot. I mean, come on. I mean, this this information is already starting to break into more of the normie conservative platforms. And so I just think it's a matter of time before he's going to have to address it one way or the other. Last question, Harrison Smith, before we go uh, on the border, though, I mean, he's got to militarize the border, right? I mean, it's it, yes, we got to deport people. We need to empower the states to work with the federal government to just start, you know, start rounding up violent illegals and shipping them themselves. But I, he's got to militarize the border, right? Oh, 100 percent. He's got to. And, and again, this is where the the fantasy of a dictator comes in. It would be amazing if somebody could come in and just go, all right, birthright citizenship, that's out. The asylum system, we're not doing that anymore. It's being taken advantage of. It's over. If you're here illegally, if you arrived within the last four years and didn't go through the correct process, you're out. You're out. You're out. You're out. Just period. That's it. A wall on the border arm it, barbed wire, patrol it, drones, helicopters, everything. It needs to stop. I mean, it is, and even if it, even if not for the demographic changes and the electoral changes and all the other side effects that uh, come along with the mass migration that we're experiencing, in last year alone, over 30,000 Chinese individuals crossed the southern border. That's up from just 1,000 the year before. So China clearly discovered, hey, we can just send people in and they can just be sleeper cells. They could. So as a national security aspect to this, we have to defend our border. We have geopolitical enemies out there that want to do us and our citizens harm. Not defending the border is treason. It is aiding and abetting the enemy. I think Alejandro Mayorkas should be not just kicked out of office, but tried for treason. And I think this is the type of thing that, again, makes you fantasize about a truly powerful dictator-like leader of America who could just do this on day one and actually solve these problems like that if we choose to. These problems are not real. They're of our own creation. They're decisions being made by the people at the top. Replace them. Punish them. Do what's right. And the problem is solved. We can And we can deal with the real problems, problems we have with the economy and everything else. So. 
the, the border has to be protected. It has to be militarized. We have to go to war with the cartels. And, and Trump has said that, which is, again, another reason why he's the right man for the job. Harrison Smith from American Journal on InfoWars. Thank you so much uh, for coming back on the Stu Peter Show. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. My pleasure. Anytime. And uh, you got some big shoes to fill, but uh, I've, I've right. really appreciated it. Thank you. All righty, folks. This is the Stu Peter Show. Back in just a moment. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. Banks all over the place are collapsing. And then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. Biden says taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation, or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now, just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from GoldCo. Call them today, please, 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. You all know that I love Magnesium Breakthrough. It's been a life changer for me. My sleep, my mood, my relaxation. So for those of you that have never tried it, now's your chance. Because this month only, you can get a free bottle of this best-selling full-spectrum supplement that contains all seven forms of magnesium that your body craves in exactly the right balance. By Optimizers, the people who make this Magnesium Breakthrough are offering a 14-day sleep challenge. So for all of you in Stew Crew, you get a free 14-day supply. All you have to do is pay some nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached. No other purchase required. The challenge is simple. Try Meg Breakthrough for 14 days. See all the positive changes I just mentioned. If your sleep and energy are not absolutely rocking by the end of 14 days, you've lost nothing. But if they are, your life is back on track. Get your free bottle. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Enter the coupon code Peters 10 That's it. Look, they wouldn't be letting me give these bottles away if they weren't 100% confident how effective it is. And again, this is now on the short list of supplements that I absolutely have to have every day. Get your free 14-day supply right now. Magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep and focus, invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry? They will give you headaches, make you depressed and even angry if they don't get what they want. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. I really wish I didn't have to bring you more concerning news, especially if you're dealing with gum bleeding or teeth issues or bad breath. Let me just ask you, do you know the exact ingredients that your toothpaste contains? Probably not. This might come as a real shock, but a lot of these toothpaste brands are detergent-based. So that means that these toothpastes are trying to remove grime off of your teeth using the same aggressive procedures that bleach uses to remove stains off of your white t-shirt. Sounds healthy. So because of all of this, the toxic ingredients in these common dental products like SLS or sodium fluoride are wiping out the population of good bacteria in your mouth. So in turn, that means this allows the bad bacteria to take over and eat at your gums and teeth. It actually explains why teeth can strive for thousands of years outside of the mouth, while in our mouths they get ruined by plain chocolate. Good news. 
ProDentum is a completely natural and 100% effective probiotic candy created by Dr. Drew Sutton. It gathers five scientifically proven extra strong strains, combining a total of 3.5 billion good bacteria into one revolutionary probiotic soft candy that rebuilds your oral flora, allowing you to regain your smile. The soft probiotic candy has already been tried by more than 150,000 people with amazing results. Time to put an end to all of your gum and teeth problems. Find out more about ProDentum by going to ProDentum.com slash stew. Again, that's ProDentum.com slash stew. If you're anything at all like me, I absolutely know without question that you would do anything to keep your family safe, to keep your loved ones secure. That's why I hope to God that you carry a gun wherever you go. Because if you're armed when you finally face yourself facing the unimaginable, you dramatically increase the chances that you'll live to see the other side of that situation and get to enjoy years to come spent with the people that you love the most. And in my expert opinion, there is no better holster for daily carry than the Vanish holster. The reason why it's the best holster for everyday carry, and the reason I know that you're going to love it, is because it's so comfortable that you'll forget that you're even carrying a gun at all. And when you're carrying all day, every day, which you should be, that's exactly what you want your holster to do. Vanish Holster works with 99% of all guns sold today, which means that it eliminates the need to buy multiple holsters. Plus, it offers two pockets to carry extra magazines should you ever need them. Pray that you don't. My favorite thing about the Vanish Holster, though, is that you can wear it with absolutely any kind of clothing while maintaining an incredibly deep level of concealment. You don't want to advertise that you're carrying a gun. Best of all, to celebrate the new year, Vanish and I have teamed up to offer you an amazing deal on this awesome holster. All last year, the retail price for the Vanish holster was $130. But when you go to vnsh.com slash stew, vnsh.com slash stew, you'll get it for less than the original price. That's vnsh slash stew. Grab yours now. You'll love how comfortable it is. You'll love that you're living up to your calling to protect the innocent and those you love. VNSH.com slash stew. Health officials in Virginia are warning travelers at Dulles and Reagan airports that they may have been exposed to highly contagious measles. The Virginia Department of Health says the warning is linked to an international traveler who was at the international arrivals at Dulles Airport between 4 and 8 o'clock on Wednesday, January the 3rd, then at Terminal A at Reagan Airport the following day between 2.30 and 6.30 in the afternoon. They added the virus can stay in the air as long as two hours after the presence of an infected person and for those who step foot in the airports to watch for symptoms until January the 24th. So disease panic is once again hitting the news cycle. And while corporate news watching Americans are being primed with horror stories, the World Health Organization and so-called world leaders are meeting in Davos, the home of the World Economic Forum, to plan the next global pandemic. I wish I was making this up. Disease X a hypothetical illness that the WHO says will soon wreak havoc on the world and trigger mass death, could be making an appearance as soon as this year, they say, just in time for the 2024 presidential election. The concept of disease X is directly tied to COVID-19 and the years of genocidal medical research that led up to that bioweapons debut. It sounds like something out of a science fiction movie, but it's happening in real life. According to the experts and world leaders, 
No one actually knows what disease X is, but they describe it as having the symptoms similar to the flu or a respiratory virus. Like COVID, though, the symptoms sound mild. The experts say that disease X will be hyper-deadly, and they're already planning a vaccine response which, like with COVID, will likely be the real killer. Isn't it amazing how they just so happen to know the symptoms and death toll of a virus they say doesn't even exist yet? It's almost like it's being made in a lab and will be released to the world when the WHO and WEF give the signal. And that could be what they're doing this week. But regardless of when they release it, these genocidal maniacs are calling their shot. They're telling us that COVID was only the beginning, which we all knew in our guts in the first place. COVID was a dress rehearsal, the first disease X, and the WHO says so. Take a look. Um, so disease X is a placeholder for uh, unknown um, disease. Um, I just wanted to start by clarifying that because there is already a, lo a lot of attention. If I may, although COVID came immediately, uh, we were preparing for COVID-like uh, disease. You, you may even call COVID as the first disease X. And it may happen again. I mean, you heard it there. And if we needed any more proof that this has been a long time in the making, the WHO first added the term disease X to its list of priority diseases all the way back in 2018. Remember, this is despite the disease supposedly not yet existing. Dr. Ben Tapper is a medical freedom warrior from Omaha, Nebraska. He's a member of the Disinformation Dozen a group of real experts who spread the truth about COVID-19, its deadly jabs, and other forms of medical tyranny. His use of facts and statistical evidence that can't be refuted has made him one of the most censored people on the planet. So who better to blow the whistle on the next bioweapon genocide than Dr. Tapper? He joins us now to share more. Dr. Ben Tapper, welcome back to the Stu Peters Show, sir. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, sir, for having me on. It's good to be here. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I guess the question is like, you know, are they really going to do this again? Do they really think that that we are this stupid? Right. So a lot of people are falling for this fear mongering campaign. I mean, this is premeditated murder, what they're doing. I mean, if we look back in 2019, we had event 201, which was the ultimate dress rehearsal for these disease X's that are putting out there. I mean, this is what we were w blowing the whistle on prior to crony baloney prior to 2018. We started, you know, freedom groups here in 2017 in the state of Nebraska trying to blow the whistle on this because they were manipulating data. They were trying to take away our rights and freedoms. Uh, when it comes to refusing vaccinations. I mean, they, the writing was on the wall. And then in 2019, we had we saw manipulation of data. We had the Advisory Committee for Immunization Practices, the World Healthy, uh, the World Economic Forum, um, and all the talking heads of the three-letter organizations at the Vaccine Summit of 2019. And they were saying that the greatest threat to our health are those who refuse vaccinations. And they said that they cannot force vaccinate, but they can force compliance. And then you fast forward just two months after that, we had a, the event 201 which was in the fall 
of 2019, just months prior to COVID, uh, before the world knew anything about Corona Bologna. And then we had the contagion catastrophe, which was two uh, two years ago, the World Economic Forum, the, these three little organizations coming together and having another dress rehearsal in, um, and preparing for these diseases that are so that are not here yet. And so and now right now this week, they're meeting again, having another dress rehearsal. But make no mistake, this is a giant agenda for a power grab. This is all about the World Health Organization's pandemic treaty that's going to be passed in May. And we need to be talking about this. So I'm very thankful that we are talking about this today. So thank you for having me on. No, you're exactly right. And, you know, this time they're going to, this. The, you know, if they try to do this again, and there's all kinds of other things that they could do, banking collapse. So obviously they're taking us to war or trying to take us to war so they can save the corrupt financial system. Uh, they don't want a change of power, obviously. Uh, they want their forever wars. They will do anything. But the last time they they uh, uh, deployed COVID against us, they censored us. I mean, we, the Internet censorship was something, you know, that we had never seen before, at least to that level. This time, it's going to be even worse. I mean, they're and they're doing this. I mean, uh, Google's updating their terms of service. Uh, they're talking about a sensitive event and basically listing what that could be. They're going to basically clamp down on anybody who is, uh, you know, going to try to get out uh, ahead and talk about how this is all planned once more, just like they did last time. But it's going to be even worse. There, there's even talk of AI uh, yes. be, being used on programs like, like you know, maybe this medium that we're using to communicate to set up this interview or Zoom or something else where they will be able to recognize what you're saying and just not even allow you to use their products uh, to I get the message out. Right. I want people to understand the magnitude of what we're talking about, the seriousness of the situation. If you don't if you think this sounds crazy, then you're not paying attention. I mean, they have verbiage in these in this treaty that says in the next pandemic, they will use any authoritative means necessary to silence those who they deem disinformation. That means people like myself. Okay, and that means that I would be in a solitary confinement somewhere or a prison for trying to blow the whistle on this. People, this is Orwellian times here. I mean, in times of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act, right? Or truth is treason and empire of lies. This is the times that we're in. People like myself, I have nothing to gain by speaking out. I'm just trying to blow the whistle and to bring awareness to the people. And this is these are globalists pushing a global agenda, using these pandemics as a Hegelian dialectic, the problem-reaction solution. And they're using these crises to pass legislation in their favor, to, to move the chains and more of a globalistic takeover. Yeah, so uh, I think it was the World Economic Forum's uh, um, Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari, who recently said, and, you know, th this could be part of the side as well, I don't know, but he recently said that the— uh, Re-election of Donald Trump would mean a, it would be a death blow to globalism. It's what yeah. he said. It's, and and I, I mean, I'm going to take him at his word. Um, I, again, I don't agree with Trump on everything. Certainly don't agree with, you know, his Operation Warp Speed and everything else. But there does seem to be uh, just a, 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 a antithesis doesn't even begin to describe it. If he gets back in power, they lose. Uh, in, in a big way, I, you know, at least I, I hope that's the case. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this? Is this because, see, look, it was a movie script in 2020. I mean, they got their mail-in ballots. They, they, it just seems to me they did it all so that they could right. essentially rig the election. Do you think that's why they would do this again? Is this all about the fact that this is an American election year? 
right? I mean, this is a, they're setting the stage for a perfect storm. Obviously, uh, the next president that keeps in, in, in power is going to be crucial. And, you know, I'm not putting all my faith in, in the, a lot of these politicians, um, but because I've lost trust in the, in, the, in the whole system. I, I mean, I campaigned. I was a delegate for Ron Paul. Uh, back in 20, the 2012 election, I saw a lot of corruption on the grassroots level. Um, and so putting my faith into a, a, a political candidate right now is, is hard for me. But I do like Trump. I like what he's I like the fact that these globalists are scared uh, of him. I love how the media slanders him because they anybody that the media slanders is a, is a friend of me, a friend of mine. Uh, you know, and so I support that. But again, we the people need to understand that the power is at our hands. It's when we are unified. We are so divided now more than ever before, and that is by design. Every little detail, every little belief. I mean, we're more divided now as a country than ever before. And the Bible even says, "Divided we fall." We need to be. We need to understand and come together. And what's the common denominator? We want freedom, and we need to value that freedom. And, and unfortunately, freedom has a negative stigmatism on the left side. They don't even value freedom anymore. But they, there's going to be a day when they will value it, and it's the day freedom is lost. What do you think we do? I mean, what, what aside from speaking the truth, it seems like they're going to try to take the ability of dissidents uh, like uh, like yourself, like Stu Peters, this network. sounds like they're going to try to essentially uh, take the ability of uh, the, the Internet and the means of communication, being able to get around what the mainstream yeah. media says – being get right. being able to get around what somebody like Anthony Fauci said back in twenty twenty, yep. that was right. key to 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 the to the unraveling. So, if they're going to take that away from us, what what do we do? I mean, we can't underestimate the power of a convicted few to change the world. I mean, Sam Adams said it doesn't take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority of men keen set on set on brush fires of freedoms in the minds of the people. I mean, there's power in a convicted few. So we need to keep rising up, speaking truth to power, having these conversations, having this dialogue, because, you know, we never know how far reaching something we may think, say or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. And again, just having these conversations, educating the people, knowledge is power. God's on our side. The truth's on our side. These globalists, they might have a small victory here and there. But again, if we there's more of us than of them. And if we can just unite the people, then we'll have freedom. And again, I think it was Benjamin Franklin who said, if, when, when the government fears the people, there's liberty. And we, the people, have the power, but we just need to come together and not give in to these fear-mongering campaigns that they push on the people. Unfortunately, they have one of the most powerful tools at their disposal, which is the media. And again, we can't give in to these fear campaigns. I've been in this vaccine fight for a long time, and, you know, just like Paul Offit says, fear sells. They use that fear to coerce people, to, uh, to, to prey on their emotions, to coerce them to get vaccines or pharmaceuticals. But again, fear is the fire that fuels the furnace of disease. And, you know, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Yeah, I agree. I was just saying that uh, earlier about fear. This is all about fear. Everything that they could possibly do this year is to, to they need fear. They need yes. us to cower and I don't think as many Americans are going to do that this time. I don't think they're going to fall for it. And you know what? If they take away our Internet, if they take away our ability to communicate, we'll go back to pamphlets and the Pony Express. That's, Amen, that's what I think. <laughs> Dr. Yep. Ben Tapper, thank you so much for being on the Stu Peter Show. Where can people find more of your work? Yep, you find me on X, uh, Dr. Ben Tapper on X. 
formerly as Twitter, Instagram, the communistic platform, Twitter, I've been deleted, or on Instagram, I've been deleted six times there, but Dr. Ben Tapper on Instagram, Telegram, Dr. Ben Tapper. Go watch the Time Is Now movie um, and share it with your friends. Thanks so much, brother, for having yes, me Yes, sir. On. Thank you. Great to meet you. Folks, this is The Stu Peters Show. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. Banks all over the place are collapsing. And then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You all. Biden says taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation, or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now, just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from Gold Co. Call them today, please, 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. You all know that I love Magnesium Breakthrough. It's been a life changer for me. My sleep, my mood, my relaxation. So for those of you that have never tried it, now's your chance. Because this month only, you can get a free bottle of this best-selling full-spectrum supplement that contains all seven forms of magnesium that your body craves in exactly the right balance. By Optimizers, the people who make this Magnesium Breakthrough are offering a 14-day sleep challenge. So for all of you in Stu Crew... You get a free 14-day supply. All you have to do is pay some nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached. No other purchase required. The challenge is simple. Try Meg Breakthrough for 14 days. See all the positive changes I just mentioned. If your sleep and energy are not absolutely rocking by the end of 14 days, you've lost nothing. But if they are, your life is back on track. Get your free bottle. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Enter the coupon code Peters 10 That's it. Look, they wouldn't be letting me give these bottles away if they weren't 100% confident how effective it is. And again... This is now on the short list of supplements that I absolutely have to have every day. Get your free 14-day supply right now, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Friends, I've got some alarming news. I've learned that over 70% of the power lines in our country, America, are over 25 years old, with many approaching the end of their typical 50 to 80-year life cycle. This will have severe consequences for our communities and our families, leaving us completely vulnerable to both power outages and cyber attacks. Coupled with the increasing number of major natural and manufactured disasters that our country is expected to experience in the future, it's no surprise that many Americans are searching for a safe and reliable alternative to traditional generators. Solar power generators are the only way to go, and solar power generators from Goal Zero offer a quiet, fume-free, reliable source of power. They're safe, they're portable, they're maintenance-free. A Goal Zero generator is ideal for all kinds of things, emergencies, camping, off-grid living? Don't wait for these people to manufacture another disaster. Go to survivalistscoop.com slash Peters to secure your family's safety right now. That's survivalistscoop.com slash Peters. The older we get, the less IGF is produced by our body naturally. When you're born, you have tons of IGF. That's why we feel great in our 20s. Well, the great news is you can replenish it. Just like multivitamins that you take every day, you can supplement the natural levels of IGF in your body. You can do that with clinically proven IGF-1 Plus from Neutronics Labs. This is the stuff that helps you to regain the IGF levels and feel great. You spray it in your mouth a couple times a day, boom, guess what? Lean muscle gain, healthy weight loss, more restful sleep, positive energy gain, crystal clear thinking, all of these things. 
There's a reason why athletes and celebrities like Mario Lopez and Stallone are big fans of this product. These are all benefits from the proper levels of IGF in your system, which naturally you just lose over time. Go do the research on your own at GetIGF1.com. Great deals over there, by the way, when you put the product on auto ship, and you should. It's not a lifetime contract. You can cancel it any time. But you should try this stuff for at least 90 days to really see the positive gains. Use code STU to save 50% and buy one, get one free with auto ship. Order right now at GetIGF1.com. Again, that's GetIGF1.com. And welcome back to the Stu Peter Show. I'm Paul Harrell filling in for Stu. So it didn't take long for the anti-Christian white genocide rhetoric to hit the corporate media airways after President Trump's crushing defeat of the entire GOP presidential field in Iowa this week. On the very night of the Iowa caucuses, black communist Joy Reid lamented the state's white Christian majority in a panel discussion on MSNBC. Take a look. But, you know, I feel like the, the important sort of data point, and, and, you know, Steve talks about it a lot. He's, he's going to probably talk about it a little more tonight, is that these, these are white Christians. That this is a state that is overrepresented, overrepresented by white Christians that are going to participate in these tonight. caucuses, yes. especially tonight. Um, I today, earlier today, reached out to Robert Jones, Robbie Jones, um, from the Public Religion Research Institute, knowing that we were going to talk about Iowa. And this is a hyper evangelical st- white state. And he said the following to me Iowa is about 61% white Christian. The country as a whole is approximately 41% white Christian. And in Iowa, we're talking about evangelical white Christians. And he said the following. Because I asked him, what do they get out of supporting Donald Trump? Because he keeps losing, he keeps delivering losses and losses and losses. And he said the following, they see themselves as the rightful inheritors of this country. And Trump has promised to give it back to them. All the things that we think about, about electability, about, you know, what are people gaming out or Mm -hmm. none of that matters when you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours. And that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a is a fraudulent American, is a less, less, a less real American. All right. So the mask is off. It's been off for years. Joy Reid is openly pushing white genocide talking points. Um, she makes it abundantly clear this is a numbers game. The fewer white people, the fewer white Christians voting in Iowa and anywhere for that matter, the better for these people. Both parties know that white Christian voters are the only thing holding the American floodgates shut. The only reliably patriotic group of voters we can count on to even try to stop the complete, destru- the, the complete destruction of all that we hold dear. And as Joy Reid mentioned in her anti-white rant, this is because white Christians founded this country. White Christian voters in 2024 are the inheritors of the United States of America because they're the descendants of America's founders. Hundreds of years ago, white Christians set out on the open seas, bound for the wild, uncharted territories of the New World, where they, in many cases, could practice their religion free from the harassment of big 17th century government. Manifest destiny was steeped in Christianity. The idea was that not only the American Republic, but the glory of Christ would stretch across the North American continent from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Joy Reid and the rest of the Christ-hating Uniparty know this. They're obsessed with convincing us that America is and always has been anything other than a Christian nation founded by white people. 
They want to convince you that if you care about your faith, if you care about your country, if you care about your ancestors, you're the big bad R word, a racist. Isabella Riley Moody is a Christian and an American patriot. She has more than 126,000 followers on X, where she is a prominent voice for Christian women. And she joins us now to share more. Isabella, welcome to the Stu Peter Show. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So what was your reaction when you heard Joy Reid's rhetoric there? The reason why Trump won Iowa is because of white Christians. Well, honestly, that's not necessarily true, because if you look at the CNN polling, Trump only won a little bit more than 50 percent of the white Christian evangelical vote. And so that's not even necessarily true. But I actually think Republicans should embrace this. You know, I'm so sick of Republicans trying to shimmy away and shy away from the whole narrative that we're white Christian nationalists. No, that's what the Republican Party should be. We should try to go back to our traditional roots. America is a white Christian nation, and it's okay that we want to maintain that nation. We want to maintain what the country was founded on. Let's embrace this. Let's stop letting the left attack us. Embrace the attacks. They always call us racist. Okay, fine. I'm racist. Call me that. It's fine. I don't care what these people say about us. They're allowed to be proud of their race. They're allowed to be proud of their religion, but we're not. And also, these are the same people that are probably more than fine with Israel being a Jewish state. Why can't we have our Christian state. What is wrong with that? Uh, you, you raise great points, uh, and I'm, I love that you you know bring up the term Christian nationalism because this is something I talk about a lot. Um, and this is a phrase that the left has applied to you know if you believe in Jesus and if you vote, you're you're a Christian nationalism. It's actually a very broad term because among the Christian community, uh, especially on Christian Twitter, there's a lot of debate back and forth about whether you know whether this term is bad or not. I actually think this is a term we can work with. I'm fine with the term. I mean, if it's not Christian nationalists, they're going to call us Christo-fascists. I don't want to embrace that term necessarily. Uh, so Christian nationalism, let's let's have the debate. We know what, what does it mean, in fact? And I think it just basically means, I think you're seeing it already uh, in Christian red states where we're able, right now you have uh, Christian red states, their local legislatures are passing laws that are saying, you know what, transing kids is wrong. It's immoral, and we're not going to, uh, you know, based on the, the the character of God, how we uh, what we read about Him in the Bible, transing kids is wrong. We're not we're not going to do it anymore. We're going to make it illegal, and so that's really all this is. It's it's just having a government that reflects the deeply held Christian beliefs uh, of the people uh, that have to live under the government. Exactly. And I'm someone that used to call myself a libertarian until I became Christian. I used to be an atheist and luckily God saved me and I feel very blessed to be a Christian now and that he chose me. But we really the reason why I'm no longer a libertarian is because I realized we need the government to push back on, like you said, transing the kids. Libertarians probably would allow that because, you know, let people do what they want. But kids need someone to stand up for them in the government. So we absolutely need to have a strong Christian focused government. Yeah, and you know, it's not a, that's this is not a controversial thing uh, among historic uh, Protestant political thought. It's it's just the idea that look, a government exists. Uh, you know, it's instituted by God. You know, we and as as the United States, we actually, with the Declaration of Independence, founded a country in submission to God. You know, recognizing that we don't have all the all the authority, but you know, governments exist to punish evil and reward good. And so it really just comes down to, well, okay, well, how do we determine what's righteous and what's unrighteous, what's, what's evil and, and what's good? 
And so, you know, for all of these, uh, you know, there's some Christians out there who are on the fence about this. And I don't think they realize that it really is a binary choice. You're either going to have a government that reflects Christian ideas about morality, or you're going to have a government that doesn't, and that's inevitably going to be pagan. It's inevitably going to be satanic. It really is that simple. Do you agree with that? It's really either a Christian nation or a pagan nation. I absolutely do agree with that. It is binary, like you said. And the problem with a lot of Christians and a lot of Republicans is they so desperately want to gain the approval of those who hate us. No matter what we do, they will always hate us. They will always call us racist, homophobes, which, you know, maybe I am those things. Who knows? But they will always call us these names. No matter what we do, we will never get a seat at their table. And I don't I quite frankly don't understand why anyone would want a seat at that table. I always say with one of the best endorsements is the hatred and critique of the worst people ever. So we need to stop trying to get in the good graces of these terrible, godless people. I'm glad you brought up libertarianism and this table uh, uh, analogy, because I I completely agree. There are some, and I used to be sympathetic to the libertarian ideas as well, so, I mean, we, we certainly have that in common. There are some that think that we can um, we can negotiate with the other side on things like tax policy. Like, oh, the live and let live mentality, that's fine. You know, we have to, we're going to have to just uh, put up with kids being uh, taken to drag shows and everything else. But, like, let's sit down and let's talk about a, an equitable tax policy and how we can get more equity. And it's just, it's, all, it's a bunch of nonsense. Like, if you think that, that you know, that is so far uh, further, uh, further up the, the the moral scale of depravity than where we are now, which you know we're transing kids, uh, you know removing their genitals surgically and calling it health care, and you want to sit down and you, it's just a fantasy. Sit down and the the, uh, the people on the other side that think that you're immoral and we think that they're immoral, and we're going to talk about the national debt and we're going to talk about taxation. I mean, it's just, it's preposterous. We're not going to be able to solve any of those problems until we say, yeah, men should go into men's restrooms and women should go into men and women's restrooms and basically run this satanic ideology out of our country. That's what we have to do. Exactly. I mean, if we can't even agree that a man is a man and a woman is a woman, what makes anyone think that we can agree on tax policy? I mean, seriously, we're going to agree agree on the most basic fundamental principles of life. Yeah, you are exactly right. I mean, uh, and, and if you don't have that bedrock agreement in society, I mean, you're going to have an unstable society, which is what we have. Um, do you think, let me ask you this, um, from a, uh, uh, just an electoral standpoint, you know, if, if Donald Trump uh, wins re-election, um, is the left going to riot? Are they going to burn cities to the ground, do you think? I think absolutely, because honestly, in 2020, with that election, they they saw that it worked. They saw that a lot of people ended up not voting for Trump because they were sick of cities burned down, which those people are cowards that they're letting the left bully us into submission. But I think they saw that it worked. So why not do it again? So if Trump wins, which honestly, I don't see how they would let him win. I don't think elections are secure. So I really don't think he's going to win. I honestly didn't think he would win in 2020 because I thought in 2016, the Democrats didn't think he had a chance of winning, so they didn't really try. But 2020, they figured out, okay, obviously he can win, so we need to steal the election. Why won't they do it again? But yes, I think they will absolutely riot again. It worked, and it will work again. 
I'm really glad that you brought up the elections because I think I, I think that's where a lot of people are. I mean, I, I still am planning to go vote, uh, even though I'm you know from a southern state. It's not it doesn't really matter just in terms of president, but I do think it matters at the local level still. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of Americans think it was rigged, and they're thinking, well, it's going to be rigged again, right? You know, but I mean, we still need to go and do it, and you know, kind of hold our breath and hope hope things work out for the best. I, I've been telling people, look, you know, the Tower of ba- Babel fell. I mean, people building the Tower of Babel, they didn't know it was going to fall, <laughs> but it did. And so at any moment, that's what they're doing. They're, they're basically cr- constructing this new Tower of Babel uh, in, in, in this world right now and in America. And so that's my prayer is that, hey, these people are going to fall into their own nets. Uh, I, I believe 80 million people rejected the godless Democrats and Joe Biden in 2020. I truly believe they did. Uh, they the, the Democrats stand against every single one of the Ten Commandments as a matter of public policy, and yet our election was stolen, and yet we've been given wicked rulers. We have been given wicked leaders to rule over us right now. And, and so really the only solution is, yeah, go vote, uh, continue to raise your families in the fear and admonition of the Lord, um, but pray. Pray that we may be delivered from this wicked government. Well, what are your thoughts? I'll give you the last word. You know, I completely agree. I mean, you should still go out and vote. You should still do your part, talk about the issues, raise awareness, and just keep keep your family safe. Honestly, sometimes I like that. Like, I'm very blackpilled on what's going on. I really don't see a future, a great future for our nation. So I'm happy that I'm in my little bubble with my husband and my baby and our church community here in Arizona. And I'm I'm happy about that. So there's really not much more you can do, like you said, than to go out and vote. I don't think women should vote, so I don't know if I will be voting because I feel like it's contradictory to my to my ideas. But maybe I will just because, you know, take advantage of the system that you have, even no, if you no. disagree with it. Uh, no, that's great. You know, I, I, I have I'm, I have met women like you before that would gladly give up their right to vote. And it's like one of the most base uh, takes that you can have in society today. But I completely understand where you're coming from. Isabella Riley Moody, that may spark a lot of people's interest here on the Stu Peters Show. Where can people go and find more about you and, and listen to your based takes? So you can find me on Twitter or X as they call it now at Isabella Moody underscore just changed it. And you can find me on resist the mainstream on YouTube and Isabella Riley Moody on YouTube. All right. It's uh, great to meet you and God bless. Likewise. Thanks for All having right. me on folks. This is the Stu Peters Show. Don't go anywhere. If someone told you that you could change your life, change your entire life in 88 days, would you do it? Would you believe it? We're John and Chelsea Jubilee. What would you say if we told you you could reverse most any ailment or symptom without painful exercises in just 88 days? We have created the only patent-pending intercellular hydration protocol. Don't miss your opportunity to feel better. We know there's a lot of false hope out there. And many people have bought programs that work for a moment. But life's a lot longer than a moment. You need something that's sustainable that will take care of you for a lifetime. We have been helping people gain intercellular hydration for nearly three decades. You will lose fat, not weight, fat, fast, including that killer visceral fat. Chronic dehydration is one of the root causes of many ailments and symptoms. We encourage you, go log on our website and look at these amazing testimonials. Over and over again, we've heard our clients say it sounded too good to be true, but it worked for me. I needed to reduce my arthritic pain and I also um, had very, very high blood pressure that needed to normalize. And I'm pleased to say that I have absolutely no arthritic pain anymore. 
and my blood pressure is normal. It was really cool to be able to get my life back. I didn't even think I'd cry talking about that. I endorse the, the program wholeheartedly. It has led to improvements that I can't fully explain based on uh, my medical knowledge as it was taught to me. Ask your doctor about Energized Health. Don't miss your opportunity to transform your health now. So log on to EnergizedHealth.com. That's EnergizedHealth.com. Possible side effects may include increased joy, energy, potential reduction in prescriptions, more fulfilling relationships, fewer doctor visits, and overall improved quality of health and life. The government has told you lies your entire life. Hidden wars, dirty politics, stolen money through illegal taxation. No more. Break free now. Restore your freedom at the Premier Patriot Rally of 2024, hosted by Freedom Law School, Orlando, February 2nd through the 5th. The Restore Freedom Rally, bringing together the heart and soul of America for solutions. Featuring speeches from Stu Peters, Steve Kirsch, Mindy Robinson, and so many more. Go to RestoreFreedomRally.org today and check out the different packages. General admission to the Royal Event Package, which includes a banquet, movie premiere, awards dinner, and educational empowerment to defund the deep state. Don't miss this legendary event. Go to RestoreFreedomRally.org today. You all know that I love magnesium breakthrough. It's been a life changer for me. My sleep, my mood, my relaxation. So for those of you that have never tried it, now's your chance because this month only, you can get a free bottle of this best-selling full-spectrum supplement that contains all seven forms of magnesium that your body craves in exactly the right balance. By Optimizers, the people who make this magnesium breakthrough are offering a 14-day sleep challenge. So for all of you in Stew Crew, you get a free 14-day supply. All you have to do is pay some nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached, no other purchase required. The challenge is simple. Try Mag Breakthrough for 14 days. See all the positive changes I just mentioned. If your sleep and energy are not absolutely rocking by the end of 14 days, you've lost nothing. But if they are, your life is back on track. Get your free bottle. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Enter the coupon code Peters 10 That's it. Look, they wouldn't be letting me give these bottles away if they weren't 100% confident how effective it is. And again, this is now on the short list of supplements that I absolutely have to have every day. Get your free 14-day supply right now, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. The threat of nuclear war is growing every day. United States neocons like Lindsey Graham are just begging for a nuclear war with Iran in the Middle East. China has been planning to conquer America for decades by using Mao Zedong's blueprint that starved 50 million people to death. And don't forget about Israel's mass genocide of an entire people, stoking rage across the entire Muslim world. Our southern border is open. Our country has been invaded by people that hate us. Global civilization is hanging on by a thread. Any one of these potential conflicts could be used by the elites at the World Economic Forum to initiate a mass kill-off event. Mass communications are controlled by the same globalist overlords who want to kill you and kill your family and depopulate the planet. Ensure that your family stays safe. Go to sat123.com slash stew. Satellite phones, generators, solar panels, everything that you need to survive. Be ready. Prepare your family with power and communication and a bug out bag. Again, go to sat, sat123.com slash stew, sat123.com slash stew, or just call them 855-980-5830. Again, 855-980-5830.